Welcome to The Solution Point, where we talk about solutions to your life, the law, and your business. Uh, don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button if you're on YouTube or hit the like button on your podcatcher. And as, as always, to start off our podcast, I want to introduce my lovely co-host, Catalina Dickerson. Hi, everybody. Hi. And you didn't introduce yourself. I'll, I'll do it uh, to you, too. Uh, okay. Let me introduce my, my wonderful husband and better half, Mike Dickerson, a host of The Solution Point. And then I have the honor of introducing our guest. And our guest today is Blaine Ellickers, who's the Chief Results Officer, which is maybe something you haven't heard too often, but I'm sure you will hear more of. And, and I'll uh, let you know, uh, and uh, Blaine will tell me more about it, too. But Blaine Ellickers is a fantastic person that we met in our attorney consulting group, the Richard James Group. And he is basically really passionate about helping people achieve their goals. And he's done a wonderful job when we attend these conferences to really inspire us, motivate us. And he's also a monthly contributor to our Dickerson Digest. And we have a section called Selffluence where he uh, gives us some fantastic information. I just want a, a little excerpt of your bio if I can. Blaine, I love this part where he says he's an action speaks louder than words kind of guy. And that's definitely true and runs many accountability groups and masterminds. He's completed two social entrepreneurship programs, one through the Wharton School of Business and one at Stanford University. He also realized a big goal to be a TEDx speaker and was featured, was a featured speaker at a TEDx event. And his TEDx talk currently has over 150,000 views. And we'd like to welcome Blaine to our show. Hey guys, thank you so much for having me. First of all, let me say thank you for having me on. I've known you guys for a number of years and um, what I'm impressed is the level of service that you bring to your clients and actually through this podcast beyond your clients, right? To the rest of the world. So congratulations to you. Thanks for having me on. And it's, uh, it's a pleasure to, to be with both of you today. Great. Well, Blaine, Thank you. Tell, tell, uh, as, as the name of the podcast is <clears throat> The Solution Point, and I know as a chief results officer, you have a bunch of solutions, but I, I, I think we got you to narrow down to one solution that you've kind of shared with me, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you let the cat out of the bag and, sure. and let us know what, what the problem is and, and what the solution you've discovered. Yeah. So, so if you go back and look at success, right? Success leaves clues. But if you look back at, at, you know, what makes you successful over the long term, right? What, what helps you get results? So I, I'm, uh, you know, like Kat said, I'm America's uh, only uh, chief results officer. And so I've got a real passion to help people get results and kind of to help people take control of their lives by taking control of themselves. And so one of the biggest indicators of success or things that help you progress towards your goal, I always like to say it's like going from point A to point B, but the things that move you across that line towards your point B, those are the most important things. And that consistency of movement uh, typically comes from creating habits. Uh, and so if you look back through history and the Bible and all kinds of places, you'll see that, that we're kind of made up of these habits. And what we do consistently over a long period of time, that tends to shape us. Um, recent science is now showing you that, that these things that you do over and over and over actually create pathways, physical 
you know, neuron pathways in the brain. So neurons that fire together, wire together. And so you literally become this wiring of what you do over and over and over. So one of the most important things you can do for success in any area, it could be business, personal relationships, is to create new habits that move you towards your goal. And so what we wanted to kind of dive in today a little bit is this concept that I call the 21 second habit. So it's how to create a new habit in 21 seconds, not 21 days. So if they told you that it takes 21 days to create a new habit, unfortunately, they lied to you. Uh, so, so today, we're going to unpack this thing called the 21 second habit. Uh, and, and I'm going to show you how you can do it. I'm going to give you some examples. Uh, and, and really, this should be a life changing thing for you. And if you want to lock in this knowledge, teach this to one other person in the next 24 hours, and then that's going to help you kind of uh, remember it as well. So I don't know if you guys have any initial comments on what we're about to sure. let out of the bag, but I'll, sure. I'll well, let you guys go. Well, I'll, I'll tell you the, the, the habits, you know, 21 days to, to create a habit is kind of like the, the old school, uh, but I know you've, you've got a way to, to do it in, in 21 seconds. And <clears throat> I've, heard, I've heard you talk about this at, at other points. So I've implemented a, a few of these. But uh, definitely, I think one of the things that most people need to, to do to really move to, to keep the needle moving is stop procrastinating. And so having uh, habits, you know, good habits are important. And it's hard to wait 21 days for it to become permanent. So if there's a way to do 21 seconds to get these habits in place, definitely can be a, a great benefit. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, and, and so the way that I discovered this uh, was actually through my wife, Beth. Uh, she was having trouble. She had she had migraine headaches. She used to have daily migraine headaches. They're they're under control now. Actually, she's gone a few months without one. But but she used to have them every day. And so the doctor said, "Hey, Beth, you need to create this headache log. So you log when you have the headaches and what you eat. And it was just like this daily log. And so she would do the daily log for a couple of days. Then she would lose the log. Then she'd get a headache, and I'd ask her where the log was." bad timing to ask that. Uh, so she wasn't <laughs> happy about that. But she had this trouble in doing this thing consistently, even for just like three or four days. And so we were sitting around talking about it when she didn't have a headache. Uh, and we, we decided, we, we came up with the plan that we came up with was that we realized that, and this is going to be for you too, that you're already a habit master, that you already have mastered some habits right now that you haven't missed maybe for days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months. And so we were talking about that. And, and I said, Beth, what's something that, you know, that you haven't missed for the last 30 days? And it turns out that uh, she's a twice a day or maybe sometimes three times a day brushing her teeth. So she would brush her teeth every single day. And so what we did is we took the headache log and then we put her toothbrush and the toothpaste and a pen on top of the headache log. So every night when she would brush her teeth, she would fill out the headache log. And, you know, she did that for months. I mean, I think she had a good three months worth of data. And we went back to the doc, they adjusted meds, they figured things out. And it was a, it was a dramatic life changer. So the key here, the key principle to realize is what I call habit linking. And that's how you can create a new habit 
basically instantaneously or in 21 seconds is that you take a piece of your new habit and you link it to a habit that you're already a master at. And so I had, I had three new habits that I wanted to start. Uh, and so one, one was uh, just kind of, uh, I'm a Christian, so, so it's, I have a little Bible app. So I want to do this daily Bible app. I also wanted to take a mind shower. So a mind shower, most people, though, you wash your body, you take a shower every day. So you, you could link to that, actually. But I also wanted to make sure that I did a mind shower, that I clean my mind every day. I use a, an app called Headspace. Uh, there's another app called Calm, but basically it's like a little meditation. But I wanted to make sure I did that every single day. And then I had a list manager uh, this is basically a program called OmniFocus that that manages all my lists. And I wanted to make sure that every single day I did those. And so what, what I did was I realized that what was the first thing I did in the morning? Yeah. I picked up your phone. phone. <laughs> every, yeah. every single day I would pick up this phone. Uh, and so what I did was on my phone, uh, uh, there's all the apps are there, but on, my, on the phone, I just put those apps. I, I actually added another spreadsheet app, but I have the, just those three apps on, on my phone. And so what I did is every morning when I opened my phone, I was not allowed to touch any other apps. Mm. Like there were text messages from my kids. There were emails maybe from these mastermind programs where I'm the chief results officer. I mean, the whole world is knocking at my door every morning. I, I'm on the, I'm in Arizona, we're on Pacific time. So, you know, by the time I wake up, you know, sometimes a lot of things are happening, but I can't touch any of those other apps until I do those three. Now, sometimes, sometimes I'm in and out of those apps. I might only do a, a three minute mind shower, right? But, but, you know, within five to 10 minutes, I can get through those apps if I need to. I prefer 20 minutes or, or maybe 30 minutes. But what, what that did for me is I habit linked the checking of my phone. Uh, and, and so, you know, today, if I were to look at, it, it tracks your streaks here. So, so my streak is, a, is 11, is, is 1141 there. So, so for 1141 days in a row, I haven't missed those, those three apps. And that's wow. because every day I, I open my phone, right? And, and whenever I open my phone, I make sure I do those things first. So that habit linking is super, super powerful. So what I say is, you know, pick a small habit, uh, you know, pick something easy, something small, start simple, right? Like if someone says, well, Blaine, I want to work out for an hour every day you know, then like, that's big, you know, you, you could have it link it to something where, where you, you could do that. But I would say, you know, start small uh, and, and grow from there. So, so maybe you start simple and you say, look, uh, I'm going to work out every day and I'm going to have it link it to my shower. So let's say in the morning, before you take the shower, you have to work out. Now, if that just turns out to be a couple of pushups and some jumping jacks before you get in the shower, that's okay. The idea is to start to to wire those neurons together of, of working out and doing that activity, no matter how small it is, you know, do, doing that, doing that activity. Uh, so, so starting small, that, you know, good. that reminds me of something that one of, one of our, our uh, previous speakers <clears throat> at the Richard James group, Mike McCallowitz, he talked about doing something like that. And he probably stole your idea uh, of putting his running shoes on top of the toilet so that that way, right. He goes, you know, get up in the morning, you're, you, first thing you do, and then you get your running shoes on and now you get, get going and, and do, do your, your run. Right, right. So there, you know, he knows when he wakes up, the first thing he does is he goes to the restroom and he has to physically move the shoes, yeah. you know, touch the shoes, which is another great thing to do. Uh, and then he's also, you know, you want to lower, 
your resistance or mm-hmm. your, well, you want to lower the resistance to the new habit as much as possible. So there was another guy, he wrote uh, the happiness advantage book and we're, we're doing this rewire your brain challenge anyway. And he tells the story of, he did that with the tennis shoes, but he also went to bed in his workout clothes yeah. <laughs> so that when he woke up, he put the shoes on and then it was, t- it was, it was time to go. And he was, he was big about linking, but then also, yeah, reducing the resistance as much as possible. And what happens is you start to think about what are those things you do on a daily basis? What are those things that you do multiple times a day or one time a day? There's things that you already do weekly, right? It, it, you know, it could be a, a certain TV show or a certain thing that happens every week. There are these things that are happening in your life that you are already doing every week, every month, every day. And so you, you look to, to link, you know, the new habit to that existing habit. One of the things that you bring up too, is that it sounds like for someone who has maybe a little less discipline, you know, we have to make sure that we allow, um, you know, where you said, you know, if it's just a few push-ups and a little bit of exercise, that's okay. I think a lot of people beat themselves up for not, you know, going so gung-ho or doing, you know, something big, like an hour workout, and then they feel defeated. What would you say about those folks that maybe have a little bit of challenging, you know, like self-defeating kind of attitude? Yeah. I mean, there's two things there. One is always ask yourself, you know, why is that? Like just, you know, not, not with other people, just with yourself. So, so like, if you're saying I'm going to work out for an hour and you don't even work out at all, you have to ask yourself, like, like, why am I doing that? Like, why am I saying I'm going to work out for an hour and not just ask yourself because sometimes there's like a little limiting belief or there's something behind the door there of your mind. And, and it's good to ask yourself that. But then what I would recommend is that you dial down the resistance until you win. And I like to say, you got to win early and you got to win off. And so uh, my, my, I'm in my home office here and it's a little messy over there. And my wife would say, okay, you've got to clean your office. I'm putting 30 minutes in the calendar for that. And it doesn't happen because I've got too much stuff to do. You know, so then I, I made it 20 minutes, nothing happened. I scheduled 15, nothing, but it was something about 10. When I got down to, all right, I'm going to clean the office for 10 minutes. Now I ended up probably cleaning for 20 or 25, but in my mind, I had to lower the resistance to make sure that I do it. So if someone, if you're breaking commitments to yourself, make them smaller and smaller and smaller, and you can go down to one minute. Now you can do anything for a minute, whether it's meditate, exercise, whatever, you always have a minute. And so get all the way down to that point and then start putting the streaks together. And there's this concept of don't break the chain. Seinfeld kind of made it uh, uh, famous, but, but he used to write jokes and he might mark a big X on the calendar for a number of days in a row. But psychologically, mentally, when you get like three to four, five days in a row of some a habit, new habit, or, or just to bring back an old habit, then it starts to gain more power. Right. And think about, you know, think about it for me. I mean, I'm up to a thousand days, you know, how much power that habit has, or I'm, I'm riding this Peloton bike and I'm at like 200 and something days in a row. Uh, you know, so like last night, I didn't want to ride that bike. I had a really busy day and it's nine o'clock at night. I want to go to bed. But since I had that big streak, I got on the bike for 20 minutes and, and did a recovery ride very slowly, but I still got on there, you know? So, so anyway, that would be my advice is ask yourself why, but then dial down the resistance till you win. You, you need to win. If you have to go to 30 seconds 
or if you have to go to five seconds, whatever it is, but you want to win and then, and then build on the wins. And then what happens is you just better your best, right? So let's say you get three days in a row of the exercise for, and then you fall off. That's okay. Then that's your new record. Now let me better my best. So always compare to yourself, not the outside world. Cause there's always going to be some crazy Blaine who's got a thousand day streak. So, so don't <laughs> worry about that. Compare to yourself better your best, keep your own best list, and then just keep, you know, kind of bettering your best. Yeah. And you, you can always be better than, than you were yesterday. Right. You know, and, right. And, and I, I guess that that's a more realistic comparison because if you compare your biking to, you know, to, you know, some top athlete, well, you're, you know, we're, we're never going to be in the tour de France, you know, uh, right. sorry, Blaine, we're, we, 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 missed that window, but, uh, but, but that doesn't mean that we can't be better than we were yesterday or last week. And, and speaking of the Peloton, you know, that, that calendar that says how many days in a row and, and how many weeks in a row, that's, that's very motivating. So I I'm doing like four days a week. And so it, it, you know, it's very motivating. And then it gives you little rewards, little, you know, uh, uh, stickers or whatever they're called. Uh, (laughs) when, Hey, you've got three, you did three in a row. Here's a little, a little medal or a little thing on your, and it's just a little digital, you know, a little digital badge and and you're, you're fighting for those, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's a, that's another, uh, really, really good thing. And I, and I'll share with you, uh, you know, I took some of your, your habit linking ideas and, and I kind of do my meditation is, is a rosary. And so I, I do that every morning when I take my daughter to school. So I'll, I'll have the rosary going, I'll pause it, drop her off, and then I'll finish my rosary. But that's kind of the, the habit linking. And that really got, interference because I used to do that taking our kids to school when they were going to school and then COVID came in and it's amazing how these habit links if you disrupt the base habit everything else gets you know I just couldn't get back into the rhythm until I started taking our daughter to school again so so it, it, it can work both ways if if your if your base habit gets interference uh, it could it could knock off the the chain of of habits. Yeah, yeah, it can be disrupted. So you have to be careful on that and <clears throat> and be aware of it. Again, it's a, a lot of it that is awareness to know when you you know when you need to change uh, it to something else. But typically, though, now to get back to some science, right. if you do do something. 21 days or more uh, in, in a row, then you, you do kind of create a new habit, right? So so when you do those things, even if they're habit linked, they'll start to stand on their own a little bit more. So I had some habits where I ate an apple a day and a salad a day. And then, you know, those those habits kind of stuck with me. And, and now I'm I'm eating a piece of fruit and a salad every day. I mean, not, not just those things, but, right. but you know, it, it was able to kind of stand on its own. So after you do it long enough, and, and really, you're, you're basically building these neural pathways in your brain, um, you know, uh, th- that works really, really well. Going back to the 21 seconds, is it, um, and so what I'm, what I'm understanding here is just the, the mere thought of, of habit linking the, the migraine log with the toothbrush. Well, that took 21 seconds and that's what we're doing. Do we need to do that for 21 days or is there another element where it becomes, you know, that, that habit or is it, or is it the habit linking that really cements the habit together? 
Yeah. So, so it's the linking to the habit that you already a master at, right? So if we ask people, you know, do you brush your teeth? They all say yes. And do you brush your teeth at night? Almost everyone says yes. Occasionally there's a denture in the room, but, but usually <laughs> not. So everyone brushes their teeth uh, every day. And it's that habit, you know, it's linking it to that habit. And, and so, but you need typically need something physical, right? So you need something with a toothbrush. If you were going to do something like that, um, like you, you can go to Amazon and buy a, a toothbrush that is a pen. So it's a toothbrush on one side, a pen on the other. But a lot of times I tell people, if you're not doing next day planning, take a pad of paper, put the toothbrush on top. But the power comes from kind of piggybacking on that habit that you're already a master at. But what will happen is over time, if you were, say, we're doing your next day planning when you brush your teeth, over time, the planning of your day would become its own habit that you could, you'll find yourself doing it before the toothbrushing and, and, and it can kind of stand on its own. But the power, why it's so fast is because you're, you're, you're piggybacking onto that thing, that habit that you're already a master at, right? Uh, right? Like if you wanted to do something, like let's say you want to do some deep breathing, you know, uh, you know, we could say, what's something that you do a couple of times a day? And you might say, check email. So now every time you check email, you put a little sign or something inside your inbox and your email that just says, take a breath, you know, and then, you know, so you do need some physical trigger in there to, to piggyback on that other habit, but there's so many things that, that you already a master at doing every day or once a week, uh, you know, that, that you can link to. I love it because it's also in it, the power is in its simplicity and uh, for busy people or people who are trying to get organized, um, they, sometimes they make life so complicated, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the power is in its simplicity that, yep, it is as simple as that. And the confidence building that folks get when they feel like they've got those wins is, is fantastic. Right. Yeah. And that, and that, that helps with energy levels. And a whole bunch of things. That's why I want you to win early, win often, and dial the resistance way down, almost to the ridiculous. But you, but you winning. What happens is now they've found that your brain starts to release these feel-good chemicals when you win, even in a little tiny win. Uh, so, so then you can kind of build up into uh, into the bigger wins, and it's energizing. So if you're failing and you're finding yourself fatiguing, usually it's because you're not finishing. So you're not finishing stuff. So you got to chunk it down to the doable, and you got to get in there and and win at some part. Part of it uh, and, and kind of turn that around. Because if you get, you know, because either way, it, it could feed on itself, right? So if you're not getting stuff done, then you get tired, then you get less done and less done and less done. So the opposite's also true. So it's important to, yeah, pick something easy, get started and use it, um, use it to kind of create that spiral up. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to abuse your time. So I think we'll, we'll, if it's okay with you, let's move on to, to the next segment where we talk about a, a core value. <clears throat> and so in these core values are, are values that that people use to uh, make decisions as to how they're how they're going to handle their business, how they're going to handle their lives. So they're, they're just really important things uh, that you base your 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 whole philosophy on. So you do you want to share share with us uh, one of your core values? Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, it's SIS, S-I-S. And so SIS, like a sister, uh, stands for stay in service. So a core value for my team and actually for myself is to stay in service. And what that means is that you're thinking of other people. So, so one, it kind of keeps the ego at bay. Uh, but but whenever, I'm, whenever there's a problem, if I just you know, stay in service, 
it works out and I'm less nervous. Like if I'm nervous, even like if I'm nervous about coming on this podcast, I think about, well, why am I here? I'm here to serve people and it's about them and what they're going to get out of. It's not going to be based on what I'm wearing or if I say the wrong thing or if I, whatever, you know, so, so a lot of times um, the problems arise when we don't, you know, stay in service. So stay in service of others, of your clients, stay in service of your team members, stay in service of the community. And if you stay in service, uh, I, I think everything works out for, for the be best. My, my mentor is Jim Rohn. He used to say, he, he was kind of talking about the Bible and he says, the master teacher, you know, taught uh, service to many leads to greatness, right? Service to many leads to greatness. And that's where I think the greatness in business and in relationships and everything is in serving other people and thinking about other people and, uh, you know, having gratitude for those other people. But when you start serving a lot of your own, you know, heaviness tends to go away. And I, and I think it helps you get, get better results and it helps you get the right results because you're, you're kind of serving other people. Yeah. That, that sounds a lot like, like Rotarians. You, you may be a Rotarian, then you just haven't joined a club yet. There we go. There we go. <clears throat> because the like the the motto for 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 uh, Rotary is uh, service above self. Oh, I like kind of ties into kind of what you're saying, <clears throat> and and it makes a lot of a, a lot of sense because you you take your ego, which you know that's that's kind of the source of of a lot of our anxiety nowadays, is because we're worried about us and how are we going to look and what are people going to think right. and and when you're when you take the spotlight off yourself and you focus it on other people you're no longer worried about how you're going to look how you're going to come off what people are going to say and you're just trying to help and and guess what At the end of the day people don't really care that much about how we look what we say they, they want you know when you're trying to help them that genuine uh help that genuine care for, for somebody else comes through. But when you're faking it because you're trying to, to, to come off a certain way, people can see through that. Even, even when it's on video, you, you know, you can, you can see through, through, through when somebody's not genuine about caring about other people or helping solve people's problems. Yeah. hundred percent agree. Yep. hundred percent. Great. Well, we appreciate your time, Blaine. It's, it's been fantastic. Also, you know, being able to share your information every month to our, um, we've got about 320 subscribers nice. monthly. And of course we do have it online. So everyone, you know, check out our self-fluence section in the Dickerson Digest and, and hear a little bit every month uh, of sage, uh, Blaine's sage advice and, and tips for success as a chief results officer. And of course, um, if they wanna go ahead and contact you, what would be the best route? And we'll make sure to put that in the descriptions below. Uh, you know, I, I think what would serve them the best is if they were to watch my my uh, TEDx talk. And okay. so you can go to Blaine, B-L-A-I-N-E, BlaineTEDx.com. Super easy. Um, like you said, at the top of the show, I've got 150,000 people have seen it. And uh, it, I talk about something called White Table, what you think about, you bring about. But I think that's uh, that was a good service moment for me. And I, I think that would bring the most uh, value to them. Great. No, we'll certainly do that. And we'll put that URL down in the description, blainetedx.com. And you can see that and, and check out Blaine for yourself. Thank you again, Blaine. And Mike, take it away. Bring us home. All right. Well, again, thank you, Blaine. Uh, thank you all for, for uh, uh, 
watching our podcast or listen to our podcast, uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell to uh, remind you as, as we post more of, more of this information. Um, and go check out Blaine. And <clears throat> we thank you very much for, for watching and listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.